Hello and welcome to a breaking news bonus episode of the Katie Helper Show. This is an episode for all. I will be releasing a Patreon-only interview that I did with Trita Parsi, but I wanted to make sure everyone heard a part of this interview. And in this part of the interview, he responds to the relatively breaking news about the downing of the airline. Trita Parsi is the co-founder and executive vice president of the Quincy Institute for Responsible Statecraft. He is also the founder and former president of the National Iranian American Council, author of Treacherous Alliance, A Single Roll of the Dice, and Losing an Enemy. He regularly writes articles and appears on TV to comment on foreign policy. He was born in Iran and grew up in Sweden. You can find out more about him at tritaparsi.com. That's T-R-I-T-A-P-A-R-S-I.com. Okay. Yeah, so this is yet another plot twist in this story. There's already been too many. It turns out the Iranians did shoot it down. Uh, they said it was accidental. I don't see any reason why it wouldn't have been. Uh, but this has led to additional protests uh, in Iran because people are absolutely outraged at the incompetence that such an accident could happen, uh, particularly mindful of the heightened tensions. Now you have protests outside of the uh, main universities in Tehran. And, um, you know, the mood that had very much been um, angry at what happened to Soleimani in at least certain quarters have shifted towards an anger over the incompetence of the regime. And I think it's totally possible for Iranians to hold those two views at the same time. The thing with the, the downing of the airliner and the anger at that has not canceled out the right. anger over Soleimani or vice versa. The thing that is interesting with these protests is that it's really different from what we saw a couple of months ago in Iran. Protests that tended to be led by the working class, mainly young males, 19 to 24 year olds being out. Now you have protests, it's mainly middle class, it's students, very much dominated by women. And um, that's also part of the problem. The middle class sat out the earlier protests. Oh, right. And these protests don't seem to have reached uh, the working class. So as long as the, this segmentation exists in Iranian society and they're all unhappy, but unhappy at different times and different issues brings them out on the street, I think the... Uh, as long as that's the case, this will probably not amount to a potent challenge to the government in the short run. In the right. long run, it's a different story. And what about, do you have any fear that this is now going to be used by people here to, to further the case for war? Um, in other words, not just what happened with the downing of the flight, but also people pointing to the discontent with the government in Iran as an excuse to say, oh, look, we really do need to regime change. Yeah, that risk has always existed because as soon as there's a bit of unrest in Iran, um, the elements here who want to use that as an opportunity to further escalate matters have always been quick to react to them. And we see that now as well with uh, some of the comments from the Trump administration itself, some of the comments from John Bolton, who says regime changes in the air. We see various um, Persian language outlets that are funded by the U.S. government, which under normal circumstances meant that obviously they would have a bit of a pro-American tilt. But under these circumstances, under the Trump administration means that they have to be pro-Trump, right. that they're very much aggressively out there, probably violating the charters of the U.S. government when it comes to what type of information and, and, and line these outlets can take. 
Um, but, you know, it's also quite shocking to me how much disregard there is for the sophistication of the Iranian society in the sense that they believe that it's impossible for them to be able to have two, two opinions in their heads at the same time. I think it's absolutely reasonable that they are upset at the U.S. because they saw the um, attack, uh, the assassination of Soleimani as uh, a violation of their dignity. And at the same time, the downing of a civilian aircraft by the Iranian government is also a violation of their dignity and they're out there protesting it. It does not mean that they entirely change their position and now they're unhappy about Soleimani getting killed. The only thing that is unsophisticated, it is not the Iranian society, it's very sophisticated. It's right. this Orientalist perspective on how to analyze the Iranian society that is very unsophisticated. Right. Like I, I saw you retweet Mohammed Ali Shabani, uh, who said uh -huh. it's sad that Iranian supposed master negotiators, Wiley Carpet Weavers, are characterized as one, all 82 million having same view, two, incapable of thinking two things at the same time. They can condemn both Trump and Khomeini. They can mourn Soleimani and bash IRGC at the same time. Uh, exactly. Yeah. The, the presentation or understanding of, of the people of Iran, it's like they're this monolith yeah, that yeah. lack any kind of nuance and humanity. At the same time, they cannot hold two views at the same time. And if they like the regime, they hate America. If they hate America, they like the regime. It's, it's right. so much more complicated than that. Right. But we have to keep one thing in mind. Reducing nuance, eliminating the different shades of gray and turning things into black and white is one of the things you need to do in order to drive matters towards war. Right, exactly. Nuance is the enemy of war. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's really important and we need to make sure that people remember that, you know, being angry. And in fact, you've had people say this. People say I'm angry at the government and I, that doesn't mean I want war. Indeed. And I think actually we should be quite happy that the society is sophisticated enough that they're not blindly, at least, you know, there's big segments of the Iranian society that are not blindly following any specific line or any specific individual and that would go out and defend it regardless of what they do. Right. They saw that the government did something that was absolutely horrific. It's incompetent, should never have happened. And they're out there protesting it only days after Soleimani's death. Right. Take it. Compare that to what's happening in this society here in the United States, in which you frankly have elements that will go out and not only forgive Trump of whatever he does, but will go out there and defend it. According to his own views, his own statements, he can go and shoot someone and he still wouldn't lose voters. Right. Which is probably Thankfully, true that phenomenon doesn't seem to exist in the same way, at least not in that same extent in Iran. Right. I really appreciate that you're taking... So I'm glad we managed to do this. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Talk Great. to you soon. Okay. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to The Katie Helper Show. The Katie Helper Show is edited by Ted Reedy. Our theme song is by the band Cordova. Make sure you check out our Patreon-only episodes at patreon.com slash the Katie Helper Show. Again, that's patreon.com slash the Katie Helper Show.